What a weird week for Sunday, February 28th, 2021. It's the one with the seafood pants. Season 2, Episode 4. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Really weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Thank you for coming back to What a Weird Week, the countdown show of the 10 weirdest news stories of the week. You can get all the show notes if you go Twitter at What a Weird Week. That's an easy way. Wherever you get podcasts, check the show notes for links. 10. Don't put lobsters down your pants. This story early in the week in Florida, a man and a woman got dinged for trying to steal seafood using the down my pants methodology. This is a story we've heard before, similar stories for sure, but... This time it inspired a song we had on the radio show, a song so beautiful. We did a song about putting lobsters down your pants. In Florida, somebody got caught stealing seafood. Take whatever's out of your pants that doesn't belong to you and put it back <laughs> or go pay for it. Put it, first of all, people are stealing, stealing seafood <laughs> by putting it down their pants. Don't put it back. Don't put seafood down your pants. I wanted some free seafood for my uncles and my aunts. Then I saw a bunch of seafood and I put it in my pants. The lobsters were still moving when they entered trouser land. And boy, they sure were angry. They didn't understand did not understand come on people i'm here to say don't put lobsters down your slacks put them in your shopping cart and pay for them plus tax and stand up tall be proud of who you are a person who doesn't put lobsters down their pants <laughs> At least not very far. Maybe just the waistband. I was going to say, how far is an acceptable uh, distance <laughs> to put lobsters down your pants? You're None right. of the yes, distance. Of course. Don't, don't do that. Sound bites. Nine. World record jigsaw puzzle attempt ends with one piece missing. No, just kidding. Actually, it ended with the second biggest puzzle in the world being put together in world record time. A lady in Ontario, Maxine Olive, streamed the puzzle marathon, and now it's Hello Guinness Book of World Records. You can check out the footage. It is in the show notes. We have a link. The footage of Maxine doing a puzzle. I mean, it's sort of... Should be exciting, maybe, I guess, world record. But it's kind of... It's very relaxing. If you get through all of the footage... Without falling asleep, good for you. A few notes here. Maxine from Belleville, Ontario. Puzzle, 40,000 pieces. The second largest puzzle in the world. Puzzle is 22 feet long, 6 feet high. Weighs about 44 pounds. A jigsaw puzzle. No, it's not made out of brass. It's just normal jigsaw puzzle cardboard, and it weighs 44 pounds. Maxine hardly had room for this in her apartment. She had to move her fridge, she says. Took around 150 hours to complete. The old world record was 423 hours. So this is this record was smashed. Just want to interject this quick public service announcement. At first I was like, hey, Maxine did this Disney-themed puzzle. Maybe Disney will hear about it and she'll get, you know, a, a lifetime supply of Disney puzzles or something. But the truth is, puzzles are ruined for Maxine now. 
They have to be, right? She put together the second largest puzzle in the world. There's really only one puzzle that would be more challenging for Maxine, the Kodak Premium. In case you're not a puzzle enthusiast, that is the largest puzzle in the world. So I'm pretty sure puzzles are ruined for Maxine, but also I'm pretty sure this is a thing like you find a, a fun salt and pepper shaker, you know, somewhere. And the next thing you know, everybody's buying you salt and pepper shakers. You know what I mean? So that's Maxine now. All her friends and family have locked her in as the puzzle girl. Every birthday, every Christmas, every World Puzzle Day, even National Taco Day will be an excuse to give Maxine a taco-themed puzzle, probably. So for Maxine's sake, please, we urge you to keep this in mind and just get her some tacos. Eight. The salmon crab cactus vending machine boom is our number eight story. This article came out the past week. Uh, Singapore seems to be a world leader in vending machine product choice. You name it. No, name it. They have a vending machine for it. Sorry, did I too soon? Okay, wait. Name it. Yes, they have a vending machine for it. Freshly baked bread, uh, freshly baked pizza, freshly squeezed orange juice, cactus, uh, crab, salmon. The fellow who wrote the article actually bought the frozen salmon and the frozen steak from a vending machine and gave it a seven and a half out of ten. Delicious. That says delicious to me. There are restaurants that might get a six out of ten and you'd be like, it was not a bad meal. I filled up on the bread. So, I mean, a vending machine steak getting 7.5 out of 10. What kind of crazy, kooky world are we living in? Why did I do that voice? I'll tell you something about these vending machines. They're vending over here. They're vending over there. They're vending up there. They're vending... I thought they'd be vending in more directions. I kind of kind of ran out of directions for vending. Do you remember when you go to the mall? Did you ever go to the mall? Do you know... Are you familiar with what the mall is? Large building with smaller buildings inside of it. And they had these vending machines where you'd put a quarter in. You could not get a good piece of salmon in these ones. I'll tell you right now. The vending machines of my youth, you'd put a quarter in, you'd turn that thing, and it's very satisfying tactile response. It would be like... And then the little plastic ball would come out and you'd open it up. And what was the prize? Was it, as advertised, a real metal ring? Make you look like a pirate? You never got that. You got the plastic keychain that maybe was a wombat. Maybe it was supposed to be a teddy bear. That's what you got every time. I haven't forgiven you, vending machines. But I will try. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Seven. How y'all doing? Well, if you're like me, a person, then you're probably working too hard and need a break. I'm sure you're saying, but Retta, I can't just take a break. I'm not some incredible goddess hanging out in my fancy home office. So this ad is so relatable with all the things and uh, advertising booze. That is our uh, number seven story about Jameson Whiskey and the new uh, sort of publicity stunt. I want to say it's no, let's, it's not sort of. It's. It's a publicity stunt. Jameson Irish Whiskey wants you to take vacation time on St. Patrick's Day. They want to pay a 1,000 people $50 to take off March 17th, calling it the St. Patrick's Time Off Initiative, the SPTO. They're also selling merchandise. But, I mean, you don't... I, no, I'm going to take the 50 I mean, If I win this thing, I'm taking the 50 bucks. But 
I would have done it for free. I would have taken the day off for free, Jameson Whiskey. <laughs> you, you done goofed. Practiced a few different laughs. Let me try it again. You done, you done goofed, Jameson Whiskey. <laughs> That's my real laugh. Six. Ooh, this one's weird. Air Protein is a company that was in the news this past week. If you missed the article, I will give you a summation, but brace. Are you sitting down? Are you braced and sitting? Are you sitting while braced? Because this is weird. And you're going to be like, it's weird. It's going to be the voice in your head. Air Protein, the company. If you haven't heard of them, you can guess what they do. It's in the name, Air Protein. This company is run by wizards or something. They make meat out of thin air. It's meat alternative, but it, they have some sort of technology where they, through fermentation, they can make air into edible protein. That's, you don't encounter that every day, do you? That is a weird one. And they're in the news because, uh, the, well, the article talks about how much money they're worth or, you know, everybody's throwing money at them. You can imagine. Imagine your favorite place to uh, buy food to consume. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention any names, but you know, people, who uh, the companies that make billions of dollars selling you food, they're all very interested in a supply chain that is air, you know, because there's air almost everywhere, y'all. Almost not outer space. No, you got me there. So yeah, they are, they are getting, uh, it seems like it's a lot of interest in this food company where the food comes from air. Five. They figured out who put a secret message in that painting, The Scream. You know the one I'm talking about. The one that kind of looks like Kevin McAllister putting on aftershave in Home Alone? The Scream. The hidden message in The Scream painting was written by the painter, Edward Munch. This has been a bit of a mystery for the experts. For years and years, they thought maybe somebody vandalized the painting and wrote the secret message in. Now the experts are satisfied that the painter wrote the message. What is the message? What did the guy write? We'll reveal that in the plus section of our podcast for our gold and platinum level Patreons. Number four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the message Edward Munch wrote is, can only have been painted by a madman, which you can barely see. It's in the upper left corner of the painting. How do they know he wrote that? It's the old standard infrared technology. As part of it, how they figured it out. There's a lot more to it if you want to. We link to the whole article if you're an art fan. Oh, and we did also our own art where we photoshopped in Kevin McAllister putting on the aftershave over top of the screen. Oops, I got excited. Hit the microphone. Anyway, uh, you can see that animated GIF in the show notes. For your car is so messy. Am I right? I'm not a psychic. According to this new study, we have terribly messy cars. One third of people say their car is so messy there's no room for passengers. If you were thinking your car is filthy, but you can still pick up your kid after school, you should be proud. You're practically immaculate. You know what? Let's just leave it at that. It's an interesting study if you want to read it. If you have a clean car, judge the rest of us. Feel good. Feel good. If you have a messy car, hey, we're all in this together. We're all in this filth together. Three. Great news, cheese enthusiasts. Cheese is not bad for you after all, according to the latest science. A new study, there's no evidence that cheese leads to gaining weight. 
No evidence that cheese leads to heart disease or diabetes. Now, look, I'm not a scientist. Did I not mention that before? Oh, my gosh. Did you subscribe because you thought I was a scientist? Oh, I'm embarrassed. I do own a white coat, but it's more like a sort of like a Bee Gees album cover white coat. Anyway, if you mistook that for my scientific coat, uh, just know that I have a link to all of this in the show notes if you want to get into it and uh, dissect all the uh, the evidence. But the broad strokes are cheese got a bad rap in the 80s and the 90s, and now we need to cheese it up. Another UFO story in the news. This happened early this past week. The story came out about the uh, pilot, the American Airlines pilot, who reported seeing a UFO. So American Airlines isn't denying it. There's no cover up here. They're like, yes, that's what the uh, this is what the pilot said. Somebody actually caught the audio. Somebody who who is like constantly recording transmissions to catch stuff like this. It's got to be so satisfying when you catch something like this. Have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us that. I hate to say this looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast that went right over the top of us. American Airlines is saying, you got questions? Ask the FBI. Now it's up to them. Did you? It's not the aliens hacking the signal. That is is my glasses hitting the, the pop filter. But I'm leaving it in. Editing is hard, you guys. It's not really. I'm just lazy. Before number one, let's uh, do one honorable mention because this is a weird news story about the Cardinal that looks like a bad guy from Batman. Photo in the show notes. Somebody got a picture of a Cardinal that is like brown on one side, right down the middle. It's red on one side, brown on the other. And then uh, somebody explained why, how that can happen. This is a half male, half female Cardinal. It's very interesting if you're a birder. I became a birder over the pandemic. Did I ever mention during the podcast I once saw a Cerulean Warbler? If not, maybe that should be. Let's make that number one. Number, number one. one. Cerulean Warbler spotted during pandemic by local man. One. Here's the real number one. Swimming in handcuffs world record. I love this. Guy in Virginia swam five miles in handcuffs. That breaks the world record. Listen. I know I don't have to say this, but I have to say this. Do not try this at home. Although, the fellow's quote... I wanted a different swim record. I was trying to go for most distance swim in 24 hours. And when I looked it up, it just wasn't realistic for my, my fitness level. And I wasn't going to put in the time to train. So I just started scrolling Guinness and stumbled upon this one. And it sounded cool. So I started trying it and said, yeah, let's do it. So I love it, but he's not... He's like, I'm not the strongest swimmer and... uh not the greatest shape. Uh, I can swim a little bit, and I do have wrists that fit into handcuffs. So we made it work. I love that. That's how you make lemonade. When when life hands you handcuffs, you make lemonade. That's the that's the moral. That's our takeaway this week. Okay, so das dot. You can get the show notes in if you go Twitter. It's at what a weird week or wherever you get your podcast. There should be a link there, a plain text link maybe. And uh, so I started to notice how some places the show notes load up really weird. Like that, they could be, the show notes themselves could be uh, at least number nine uh, one week in the What a Weird Week countdown. Is that too meta? I'm sorry. It's been 
It's been a bit of a recording struggle, y'all. 